Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Action Park Media. The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. This, this is, is like this is I'm fucking sore <laughs> because I've never walked that much in my entire fucking Hi, life. Hi Scout. Hi D. Oh, how are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm tired. Oh hey, you have your new sticker on your computer. I do. I know. Isn't it cool? I do. I got one too. Um, but I didn't bring my computer today. Oh yeah, you didn't. No. Yeah, you inspired me with all your, your shit all over it. the computer. I was like, I need this. I Hi everybody. It. Hi everybody. Hi guys. Welcome to Talk Scary to Me. Uh, guys, I'm it's loving Tuesday. our episodes. Our oh episodes are gosh. fucking funny. I, I'm like, there's so many times when I'm watching the clips to like post yeah. to TikTok and all that shit. I'm just like laughing out loud. I'm fucking laughing I my know. ass off. I know. And I know we're laughing <laughs> when we actually film these episodes, but I am just, I'm, I'm shocked by At where the episodes where go. go. How do they go in so crazy. many different crazy fucking directions? That's why we started a podcast, Scout. Is it? I think so. Yeah, it's all, like it's all very, coming we, back we, we, to we, me. <laughs> we entertain ourselves. That's what it is. That's what it is. You look great today. I what do. happened? Did you get like laid this morning or something? No. Okay. Like you, like what's going on? Uh, I ch I got some new makeup. Okay, okay. Your hair got diddled too. It didn't get diddled. It's so out outgrown. My extensions are my clip, my tape. Oh, so it's long. So it seems long because they're like this far other outgrown. <laughs> they're hanging on by one or two threads of hair. Oh my god! Um, literally, since before Amazing. I did the movie with Dwight, like it's been yeah. that long, and I didn't wow. curl it or do anything, and I don't. I actually like washed it and blow dried it today. It looks good. Thanks. It looks really really good. You look great. Thanks. I love. You know, the tape and extensions or yeah. the, okay. Uh, yeah, they're tape. The tape. Oh my God. It's so funny whenever, well, I don't get my hair done anymore now that you showed me how to do my hair. Amazing. <laughs> but anyways, the, the tape and extensions. How much money did that save you? Fucking so much. It's like Starbucks for yeah. people, yeah. for me. Yeah. I, I'm like saving so much money and now. And time too. So much time. Yeah. It's like we such a We could do another episode of the podcast and the time you the, would normally that, be that going to get your hair yeah. done. <laughs> I, I still feel like it takes me that long to do my hair though. Right. I think I'll 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 get but better. But you don't have to go somewhere to do it yeah. at least. Sorry guys, boring conversation boring. about fucking hair extensions. But I it's so embarrassing when you go and get your hair done and your tape ends are like sliding down. Oh, it's awful. And then they start blow drying your hair like, and it's, it's, pulling it's pulling out. out. I know. <laughs> and they just place it down. They're just like, oh, this one's gone. Oh. Oh, that one's gone. I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks, man. Oh my God. Expensive. And they fucking... 
they they're so expensive. Hair is I so know, expensive. I know, but you know, I only get them when I'm working on a movie because then I don't yeah. have to wash my hair for like four or five days because yeah. it stays. Dude, the, the curls. My, my hair doesn't keep a curl. Oh so really? No, dude, it falls okay. right I feel out. Like so. mine does, unless I'm like in Florida or oh, something. Oh yeah, like with humidity, then oh, it yeah. then it that sucks. It's gross. So the next job that I'm doing, well, not the next, the the one after the job after the next job, then that movie. <laughs> Dee and I were just talking about our scheduling and I'm like kind of, I'm already exhausted and I haven't even started these three movies that I'm doing in the span of a month and a half. Cry me a river. I know. I, I know. don't even have a fucking audition. I have like Girl, nothing Do you know how many times on. I pitched you for a couple of these things too? And they're like, nah, no thanks. Pass. No, pass, no. Pass. Well, the one was like, I was, I was too old. So they were like, well, they were like, well, we need someone younger. I'm just like, whatever. Okay, fine. Whatever. But anyway, you were too old. So they need someone younger. So you pitched to play, me. Yeah. No, you mean, wait. You look younger than me. Bullshit. You really do. You do look very young. Not younger than so you. So I always pitch you. you for the 16 year olds. <laughs> Amazing. I'm like, oh yeah, 17 year old just graduated, <laughs> about to go to college. Great. Can Danielle. Totally do it. <laughs> um, but anyway, so they're doing, I'm going to have like these side um, like braids and like all these dreads up top. I'm actually really stoked. That's cool. Right? Have you been like, where'd you pick out that hairstyle? Did they did they do it or so, did you look on Pinterest you know, for like ideas? Yeah, yeah, I did. Well, they were originally, you know, the director, I love him. I, I just met with him. Um, he was like, well, do you, are you interested in shaving the side of your head? And uh, you know me. Of I course, would, yes. I'd be like, but, yes, but I'm up for a, a couple you, of things. So you, I was like, I can't do that. grow back yes. and it's going to look awful. So I was like, well, let's do like the Burning Man thing. You know, I do, I do like a yeah. lot of braids and stuff. And they're like, well, can we go a step further and add some dreads up to I was like, like fuck yeah. yeah, we can. Yeah. But I'm going to be in Kentucky where my dude's parents are from and oh. all his family. And they're very they're reserved. <laughs> so I'm like, Put oh, a scarf shit. over your head. <laughs> but I'm you're like, an actress. Yeah. Like, but it's going to be so funny. <laughs> they have to get it. And if they've heard this show, yeah. they're like already know what they're in for. Yeah. Hey, guys, you want to help me pick out a color? I'm either going to do the tips red or blue. We'll, we'll make a poll. Ooh. Red or blue? I think red would be interesting. Can you try? Well, you have to bleach the tips and then do mm -hmm. it, right? Well, you're already blonde, though. Can it just go over it? Well, we're not going to touch my ends. Oh, you're going to touch the dreads. Right. Okay, And we're going to do whatever. I think blue would be great with your really? eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Can this you can do like fun. a picture? Like, we'll, we'll, once we have yeah. this episode out, we'll yeah. post like different, <laughs> what, well, different looks on Which you color? to see. You know, <laughs> that would be really cool. Oh, oh man. that sounds like fun, right? Though. Right. What's been going on in your corner? Um. Well, let's see. So I think I'm going to be in and I'm going to be producing this. This movie with a friend of mine. Oh my god, um, amazing! And if it all goes through and works, which I think it will, um, my friend Jeremy Spencer, who um, I did a music video for, he was in Five Finger Death Punch. Oh, uh, cool! And he's he's fucking awesome. Um, so he wrote this really cool script um, called Splatter, and cool name. I just, it's it's so dark comedy fucked up really fun hell yeah um, so he's he's playing an inbred so I would be his his crazy trashy sister that breaks out of jail um, <laughs> kind of like what's her name like Orange is the New Black like Taryn's character oh nice but like in a horror movie okay cool I'm um, trying to get Dee involved hopefully yeah. she'll say yes yeah. it would be to be 
playing the role of granny, I had to be to call her and be like, hey, listen, we're going to make you look really bad. Do you want to play a granny? But it's really funny and really wrong, and I'm hoping that she'll do it. Um, oh, nice. But uh, so that's like that's like end of August, early September. Oh, um, good. So that's kind of the next next sort of fun fun thing. But I've, I, you know, I've worked with him, and he's really cool, and I'll have a good time, and it's in Nevada. And Oh, my God. So that would be really that's fun. so great. Just to like do something that I'm excited about, yeah. you know, aside from our appearances and all that stuff that we have. We've got a very busy summer coming up. So many. I know. Guys, stay tuned for all that stuff. So much. announce it all. There's a lot happening. There's a lot going on. A lot going (laughs) on. And I'm still hoping to direct my movie with Joe Dante. You know, we we, uh, we push the option. We have more time now. So, and I'm just getting in my time with my girlfriends and the kids and stuff here, you know, before I I actually move Leave, leave. Yeah. So so things are good though. Things are good. good. How how are you feeling about the move? Good. You know, I think uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I saw, so the people that bought my house did some weird shit to it. So then my husband's still talking to them. So like oh, they're no. sending pictures of like, they did a couple nice things, but then some other like really what, what weird cr- stuff. Like they, they took my, I, my office, which had the glass doors upstairs and she made it into her shoe handbag showcase room. <laughs> <laughs> how do people it's have like how, that? How do people have that much money that they would that they would do that? Like I I I mean my closet was really nice, right? I mean, yeah. But like for me, I'm someone that never cares about washing the outside of my car, but the inside of my car always has to be clean. Oh really? Yes. Oh, I'm kind of opposite. You want the outside to be clean, but the inside can be clean. Well, my outside never stays clean for some reason. I don't know. A Toyota just always gets fucking dirty. Whenever there's wind in Los Angeles, it's. I I get my car washed every two days. You do? Yeah, because it's it's crazy dirty all the time. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Like right now, I I hate it. It's like I right now. It's. I mean, a truck, so it's like I never really care about the outside, but the inside has to be clean because I can't. I just can't. Like I don't care what the outside looks like as long as the inside feels good. It's kind of about people. Like yeah, you know, the outside doesn't always necessarily match the inside. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. Um, So a couple of funny things. So finally, uh, to switch topics into something more interesting and fun. (laughs) Um, uh, we finally used the sex toys that I bought like forever ago that I lost and oh, they were in a box shit. and they ended up going to Texas and David was like, wait, this isn't supposed to be here. So I brought it back, back home. Um, and they are not all cracked up to, to what they're supposed to be. What do you mean? So, so these are old toys that you've had that no, you guys kind it of it was the, or the blow the job you, machine oh. that we were talking about. Oh my God. Okay. Pa- can you just. Let's just paint this picture okay. like a movie. So, just how did it happen? What does so, the scene look like? Well, what I is... wasn't there. Oh, it, so he did it without you. Well, yeah, I was out with the kids and he was like, hey, because he was trying in the morning and I was like, the kids were all over me and he was like, they won't even know. I'll just put it in from behind. And they're like <laughs> running around, crawling on me. I was like, get the fuck off me. <laughs> um, so, I, so I ended up leaving and left him hanging, okay. you know, and uh, he, as soon as I left, he's like, hey, where's that? Did you, where are those toys? Did you hide them? And I was like, actually, they're under my desk. So in a box. So he pulled him out. I'm like, let me know how, let me know how it goes, you know? Um, so, so he didn't use the VR glasses and the thing that uh, that attaches with the woman. He just used the blowjob machine. Yeah. And, um, his dick kept getting jammed. What? His dick kept getting jammed and it kept turning off the machine. There are some amazing doctors out there, but really the only ones that matter are the ones who actually take your insurance. With ZocDoc, you can focus on doctors who are in network putting you on the path to see the doctors who are right for you. No more wasting time hunting down Aunt Shirley's cash-only chiropractor. 
or the dentist your coworker recommended who's out of your network. I use ZocDoc, and you should too. It's easy, painless, and easy to find quality doctors. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc, and I'm one of them. Go to ZocDoc.com scary and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash scary. ZocDoc dot com slash scary. <laughs> Apparently, there's different, there's different the sizes. sizes. So is your man just too big? Apparently. <laughs> he's like, not to toot my own horn, okay, but he's like, uh, it's a little too girthy. And I was like, the machine is too girthy or oh, you're, you're too, too girthy. girthy. And he was like, well, I don't want to pat myself on the back, but I think. Oh, it. my God. So it, so he's like, these are not, this is not. So I need suggestions, guys. So what like, did it feel like? Did he tell you? Like, no. So what, no, I think he it just, he, it didn't go. It didn't happen. Yeah. He was like, this is like, so what does it look like? It's like a, it's like a metal. Like, is it metal? It's like a Dyson. It's like, wow. a, it's like the filter. It's like the, the, it's like, it's big. It's a kind of a big situation. Wow. Yeah. It's like plastic and it, it's, yeah, it's not. Uh, I see. I don't know. Like if I was a man and I, I just wanted a blow job. Yeah. I just wanted a handy. If I saw like a big mech, a like, thing. like a thing, if I would be like, yeah, yeah, this, I, don't I feel know. good about myself sticking my dick in this. <laughs> You know, like, which I don't think of, you would. I no. don't think if it was the opposite. Like if we, no. if we had a machine that like, we're like, yep, this well, what's is the it. name of that? I feel um, great about myself. What was that thing? The, the, there's, there's a, a, a machine that's a dildo. The, 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 the what the fuck is I don't, it called? I wouldn't know. You'll know. I wouldn't know. I, I have no idea. <laughs> Does anyone no, know? I'm, it's like a, it's like, um, oh shit. It's like a horse. It's like a thing that you. Oh, the thing that you sit on. That you sit on, and it's yeah. like it's. It's. No. I don't remember what it's no. called, but I was always like, "Well, that sounds gross." No, that sounds awful. Speaking of of a new kind of toy, um, okay. So toys. we did we did find this, which this seems this is so weird, and it seems so uncomfortable Are and you in so awful. David just sitting in the bed like researching. Toys? No, he sends them to me. <laughs> <laughs> he texts me this shit, and I'm like, um, okay. So, but 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 I so I printed it out. Okay, All right, which let's is funny see it. is because it came up on the printer, <clears throat> and Carter pulled the papers out of the printer. Oh my god! I was like, mommy, <gasps> what is what this is again? Danielle's like, gig. Those papers. <laughs> um, thank God they have no idea what it is. Yes. Um, so it's called Baldo. 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 Sounds like Waldo. Yes, Baldo. Where's Waldo? So basically, it is super soft comfort. It says balls are sensitive. Super stretchy upper ring opens out to put on your balls like underwear. What? This is what it looks like. Put on your balls like underwear? This is what it looks like. So basically, you're having Is that a sex. hand on that side? Yeah. It says he's <laughs> like, well, here's his dick. Okay. And so basically, you guys, and there's like three rings, so it easily gets your balls in. So you're, so you're putting your balls in like what looks like a dildo. So you're fucking with your balls. Oh, my God. Yeah. So not your dick. You're fucking with your balls. 
Why does that so disturbing to me? I know balls are super sensitive. You know, yeah. you guys like you grab your grab their balls, squeeze them. So when how they does that or whatever? I guess they're really, really sensitive. So it says our patented inner core keeps the side legs firm for thrusting, but still allows the upper ring to stretch wide enough to for the ease of putting it on. So I guess it's just the. It's almost like your your vagina would be kind of rubbing against the side of the balls, but like the woman's still getting pleasure because it's, there's a tip to it. So it's like a penis, but the guy's getting, huh? Yeah. Um, that's, I don't know what I to don't make know, of this. I don't, so you ordered one. I didn't. <laughs> Cause my husband was like, I'm not into that. Really? Uh, no. He's like, I, I don't want to be into no. that. He's like, I don't want to fuck you with my balls. <laughs> <laughs> no. And that's weird to, for me too. I mean, imagine like trying to cram your dude's balls into your vagina. No. No. Why? 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 Why would you want to? Why? It's, it's weird, right? Oh, is that going to be like the new it thing? It is the new thing. That's is it what the I'm new fucking to thing it's that kids are doing now? There's, there. I don't know about kids, but um, well, when kids. was when was the ass thing a thing? When was sticking oh. the dick in the ass become a thing? And oh, now I it's think like, that was like back now before, we're when just we gonna were fuck like you with our balls. <laughs> I think people, I think the dick has been in the ass for many, 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 really? many, 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 many centuries. Oh my God. That is insane. I think ball play is the new thing. Ball play. I think that, I think where else are you going to go? Like what else is there to do you, invent? Do you like, I mean, it's, it's kind of like I forget that the balls are there unless I'm giving a blowjob or something. Really? Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. It, I mean, I I don't see myself a lot of the time. Like grabbing them? Yeah. I mean, if I'm on top, maybe I will. Yeah. But like. Do the reach around? Yeah. Reach around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Try to keep your balance while you're doing the reach around, everybody. That's why you got to go reverse cowgirl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish I wish dudes would just like switch. Just so they just so they can see how what it's like. I mean, it's, it's a lot of balance, especially like when you're like standing on your legs. Oh, my God. Okay. Let's not like just try to describe this kind of stuff. It's a lot of fucking workout. Standing on your legs. So you. So like you're Squatting, you're yeah. standing on your You can only do that Dude, for like eight seconds. Thighs. Burn, 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 burn. <laughs> and then you have the reach around? Yeah. No, Bitch. you're supposed to be on your knee. I mean. No, but I get more like, more, I don't know. But it doesn't do anything for you. to like. No, it's just doing stuff for them. <laughs> <laughs> that seems so awkwardly so complicated. Complicated. I mean, and listen to, you know, and also guys, when your woman's on top, can't, I know you have balls. Can you close your legs a little bit so I can get on top properly? Oh, yeah? I never what? thought about it. Okay. Maybe because I'm short. Oh, and yeah. My dudes are big. Yeah. <laughs> my, I, don't, I don't have much reach between my hips and my knees. Oh. So if you want me to be able to move, like, can you please just like, because dudes like spread their legs like this. You're like, I can't actually do anything unless yeah. you just close your fucking legs. <laughs> Can you, can you please help a woman out? I mean, that's that's good. That's good advice. If you're dating a shorty, close your legs. Close your legs. Then otherwise, there's no, I, I, I have nowhere to go, bro. <laughs> so anyway, on oh that my note, God, I love um, it. I love that's it. what's new in the in, in sex world. Man, um, that's crazy. I haven't heard about that. I have not heard about that at all. Leave it to my husband to find this weird shit. Wow. Um, so we got a really nice, lovely, we love when you guys write to us. Obviously, you know, we read everything. Um, 
Yes. And everything. Yes, we do. And um, there was a really awesome email we got. I'm just going to skip to to the part that um, talks about us because uh, we got a, a submission for a true crime, which I'm going to do, so I don't want to talk about that nice, one. But, nice. um, but this is really, really lovely, and it was really well written, and I just wanted to share it because we do love getting um, compliments from you guys, obviously. It makes us feel really good, so we thank you. Um, so this person, uh, his name is Jace. Jace says, on a personal note, and you don't have to read this on the show if you don't want to, and I did want to. So I just want to say thank you for always being such awesome gals to us fans. I know some of us are a bit much, and I've seen firsthand how some will overstay a welcome or maybe voice something that's inappropriate. But for the vast majority, I hope we treat you ladies with the proper respect and love you deserve. I've not yet met Scout outside of a quick hey, hello, but I've met Danielle a couple of times and even gave her an article I wrote about her that never made it to print at Motor City Nightmares once. And I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, she's as gracious and sweet as you as as you can be. I've got a daughter who's entering her teens and I'm proud that her icons in horror are tough, resilient, smart women who never give up. Hmm. Also as a semi-successful horror screenwriter, by that I mean I've made some small steps that have gotten me some truly good friends in the industry. I want to thank you both for creating the type of characters that should remain the norm. I tend to write strong, empowering women in my scripts, and I can't thank you enough for being templates for what women can achieve and portray in our genre. So I never go into a project without that on the forefront. You guys own horror. It would be nothing without women being there to carry it on your shoulders and make it as effective, frightening, and as exciting as it is. All the best, Jace. Oh, that's so nice. Isn't that nice? Oh my God. I, I like, love that. Me too. I, I was really like, do. what a lovely, because we don't ever think, you're just kind of like doing your job, you mm-hmm. know? You don't ever think about about that. And it always is shocking when someone comes up and they're like, you're my idol or you've inspired yeah. me or you get, and it's like, what? I'm, I don't know what we've done other than just sort of show up and do the best we can to portray and be ourselves. that character, that person, which really is just yeah. us. I mean, I don't create other people. Do you really? I mean, you play no. different roles than me, though. You have way more fun, like <laughs> crazy. <Really? laughs> yeah, I'm always kind of like the same. You know, if you watch my stuff, it's always kind of the same. Mm-hmm. It's just like me. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to not bring me to, to I always, the role. Oh, same, same. I, I know. I, I feel that way, too, whenever someone someone says. Uh, I also, too, don't take compliments very well. <laughs> so when I am at cons and someone's right. like, you're, like, oh, you're my thanks. idol or blah, blah, blah. I love I love this right. or I look up to you or I named my daughter after you or whatever. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just like, what? That's so it's odd. Like shocking. People it's, tell it me, too. I named my daughter Jamie. And it's like, I've said this before. Don't you know Jamie kill, like, like stabs kills her people? mom? So maybe you should name your daughter after someone that killed I mean, someone. We have talked about this. I want to play something because yes. it's just like on my mind right now. Okay. Um, and I was listening to it on the way here and I just, it, it just kind of shocked me. Uh-oh. And I didn't know what how to react. And I was just curious as to get your reaction. Yeah, okay. Okay, so let me turn this guy up here really quick. Okay. 911. Uh, good afternoon, ma'am. Hi, can I help you? My name is Charles Hendricks Foster. And, uh, I am about ready to kill my wife. What's your address? This is not a joke. Shut up and listen to me. Okay, first I need your address and then I'll shut up. Shut up and listen. I'm not kidding, ma'am. I deserve to go to jail for murder. I want to kill her. Okay. Uh, uh, Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. I can't hear you. Tell me your name again. Pardon me, ma'am? Your name? 
my name is Charles Hendricks Foster. Can you stand a cop out here right now? Please. Okay. I want to hurt this woman real bad. What's her name? Her name, ma'am? Yes. Uh, whatever. She can't, she can't fucking type fast enough. No. Do you hear how fast she's yeah, like, she's, help, 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 help. I mean, it, it it's like so nuts. Like, Is there more to that message or no? No, 911 operators. Like the, I can't imagine the calls that they get. So apparently he was a recovering alcoholic. Where did was, you hear this? He was, it was TikTok. Oh, got <laughs> it. Talk, talk, got on it. the drive here. Um, and I... He was like, I guess he was drinking too much and his wife like got on him and, and says like the drinking is ruining our marriage and, and he got upset. So it was pretty much a fight and he, she just pissed him off enough that he was just like, I want to fucking hurt you. Like, I hate you. I don't like you anymore. I want to kill you. And so he called, he called them before he did anything and they send a cop over and he comes out and I guess he has blood on his nose and he comes out calmly with a cigarette and they ask, where's your wife? And, sh- and he's just like, he's, uh, she's in there. Did, I wanna- did he kill her? So he didn't. Luckily he called and the cops arrived, but he slit her throat and stabbed her a couple, a couple of times. So he tried to kill her. He tried to kill her, but she was saved. But it's just like, I'm just... How do you stay calm as a 911 operator getting these kind of calls all the time? And just, I I, 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 I don't know what kind of training they have to go through, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess that it's pretty extreme mm-hmm. because you could make or break. I mean, how, how she, you could hear she was handling him with kid gloves. Yeah. The way she was talking to him after that was yeah. like, okay, what's and your he, name? He was even using ma'am, like all, all manners, you know? I know. And they have to be nice. I mean, there's so many 911 calls that I'm, I, I listen to all the time on TikTok. I'm like, right, that's my new thing now is I'm like listening to all these 911 calls. And they have, to, they have to be nice. They have to. Yeah, it does stress me I out. Was like, my, it my, does stress me out. I mean, I but, don't, now, but also looking at cases and shit, like, yeah. you know, all my dreams are now cases and murder cases. I'm like, what the fuck? Why is my dreams not normal anymore? Because <laughs> like, I'm just looking up murder yes, shit no, all the time. No. It's like me watching face transplant videos. Yeah, like, don't yeah. do that and to yourself. And all of our TikTok, um, TikTok, TikTok, like, thing is just all murders now. It's I all know, murders. I know. Murders of and course. murders and 911 calls. Um, yeah, so that's, funny. that's, uh, fucking frightening yeah you know I was uh, driving here today and well every day I I keep thinking about this but um I get alerts of like daily news stuff on my phone and uh you know we've been looking into like crazy cases and crazy murder and this and that but there's so much fucking shit every single day that's happening on a daily basis that's so real yep that we don't even really need to dig into old stuff. Yeah. We can just like to, yeah, talk I was just about thinking that like, what's going on. I was just thinking that. I literally I pulled up like three three things that were happening like yesterday, yeah. like last week. Yeah. I was like, this case, this case, there's, there's so, so much, much shit. There I was saw something. People are loco. They're like literally like, like I don't know what the fuck what is going the on. Fuck is, did you hear about the Disneyland guy? No. <laughs> Oh God! This guy, like apparently, really close to Orlando, okay. Disney World, he murdered his family, his whole family, <laughs> and he's known as the Disney guy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the? How fuck? about the parents that left that their autistic daughter, uh, dude, decomposed what the on fuck? the couch? 
they Those left her in there for 17 years or whatever. To rot. They rot. What happened? Just like they let their daughter. They lit. They how she was eating the fucking sofa. How like like they were saying the coroner was saying that her body, like the shape of her body, like yeah. he couldn't. Did even you see tell. the couch? Yeah, he couldn't even tell where her butt started, where right. it, where it started with the leg. He couldn't the wood see a body anymore. Underneath the sofa, how from do you feces? leave your child there for twelve years? How do you live in th- in the room with your child as she's starving to did, death? Did you sitting see in her own shit that they bailed themselves out? Yes. Oh, just sorry. Um, um, your bail, each of you, $300,000. $300, and then the bails bondsman came with a little bit short, three grand short or something. And then he came back and they, I, 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 I don't, how are, again, here we go. How are some Dude. people have a million dollar bail? Yeah. And these fuckers get out yeah. on $300,000. I mean, people didn't know that this girl existed. They had no idea. And they're out like on vacation. Uh, how? I know. Why? 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 And do you hear uh, bodies were found in Lake Mead again? Yes, they I found did. a barrel of of a guy from. Well, they um, first found a barrel that it was empty, and then they found another another barrel, one. Right? So now Someone they think there's a serial killer wound from uh, the 70s or 80s. They think that body. Oh, was I didn't hear that. From- how do you know how I just wonder what you have to ask your dad what is mm-hmm. how do they know when the year was that the body was probably put in you there you can tell by the bones by the, decom- by the by bones? bones by the, the decomposition tell, of the bones yeah bones tell you everything bones tell you everything we'll get my dad on the show so that's what I was thinking so I so he this loves is what I bones. he loves to talk about bones so I want to add two things two elements to the show yeah one being your dad. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's, you know what? No. What? <laughs> I all the say time. no. Not all, the, not all the time. Just once in a while. Like oh my as God, a you special. think I'm bad? My dad would be like, oh, fucking pussy and all shit. Yeah. Okay. Ducks, dicks, and dicks, just, and dicks. So I'm, I'm just curious. Hell no. I just want to, cause you're, you know, listen, he doesn't have to come in. He can just come like call in or oh something and we can God. just ask him questions. You haven't met my father. I haven't. Okay. Um, okay. But you know, I also have all my friends are cops, right? So, yeah. um, our, our, one of our very close friends is sergeant. So, um, actually two sergeants, but, um, he's retired, but he's got amazing stories. So yeah. I was like, Hey, you know, Sarge, I want him to come in and give it like, help us with these, with this stuff. Like mm-hmm. what's their protocol? How does this go? How do, how, what, how, it's a lot. I have a lot of questions. It's a lot. And you know, honestly. And you can bring in a coroner. I can bring in a fucking sergeant. Like, l- yeah. let's do that. That's yeah. really cool to get that information. Well, there's a lot of people that write on write us. Like uh, one guy who who is a mortician, he wrote in and he was like, you know, what you guys said on a certain episode. He's like, I wanted to put some input. Great. You know, I think it's great. I think it would be interesting to even like incorporate people out there yeah, that do absolutely. do this stuff, you yeah, know, that for kind sure. of want to come in the, on a case or something every once in a while. Uh, I would love, I would love that. Yeah. Super, super cool. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, who else that. can bring that on their show? Yeah, that's true. Sign from us. That you know. is true. Um, okay. Let me see what else I have. Yeah. You got oh, a yeah. love, you got a sex love question um, in there. I let me see. Yes, I do. Um, okay. So, you know, there's a lot of like, there was some pretty, uh, I don't know what everybody's going through, but there was some pretty heavy yeah. questions yeah. recently, um, which I'm, I'm I, I I'm do okay love that with. you guys are, yeah. yeah, you're feeling comfortable enough yeah. sending us questions like that. I mean, we could talk about like fucking with balls all day long, but I, this is also really important. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I've got a couple of, um, a couple of, of, 
ones that came in that I think are really important. And I would love to kind of just go over that stuff. So um, this person would like to remain anonymous. Uh, They say, hi, Danielle and Scout. I'd like to remain anonymous. I loved you both in Halloween movies. Danielle loved you in the movie Urban Legends. Scout loved you when you played Lita Ford in The Runaways. I've been seeing this guy for a couple of months now and everything's been going great. The connection we have is something I've never experienced before. In a short time, we've come to be able to be 100% ourselves around each other. The sex is amazing. The time we spend together is never dull. However, with things being so perfect, it is bringing up a lot of anxiety from past traumas I have suffered. To keep it brief, I grew up watching my mom go from toxic relationship to toxic relationship. I never saw what it was like to have a stable relationship. All I saw growing up was lying, cheating, and even witnessed my mom be a victim of domestic violence. With all of this, it's brought me to have trust issues and the anxiety that any romantic relationship I will inevitably, and excuse me, and the anxiety that any romantic relationship I have will inevitably end. Though it may be too soon to tell, I feel the guy I'm seeing now may be the one for me. With everything being so perfect, it's hard to trust that it's not all going to crumble and my anxieties will sometimes lead me to unintentionally self-sabotage. I would appreciate any advice on how to work past this and be happy with everything going so well. Thanks to you both. Keep up the amazing work you both do. Love. I mean, that's just so much. That's just trauma. You know, unfortunately, that's trauma that you got from your parents and we we talked about this you know there's a lot of times that I will go back to an old habit and I'll sabotage and I'm like why am I doing that why am I going back to old wounds right and and that's not even hers it's her mom's mom's. that's that shit's hard you know that's why parents really need to understand what they do in front of their kids they fucking carry that shit (laughs) you know um but I think she just has to like realize that that's not her shit yeah you know it's not her stuff. And also finding the strength as a parent to get help and to take yourself out of these situations, especially when you have children around that are seeing this. Yeah. You know, the, the fighting, I mean, fighting in front of your kids and domestic yeah. violence and all of that stuff is just damaging. Destroying it's very damaging. Your child. I don't know why. I mean, I, I get it. It's hard to leave and it's scary. And, you know, financially it's, it's, it's very difficult. And it, is it better to have two parents in the household? Not when it's like this. Yeah. No, it's, no. It's, uh, oh, gosh. I mean, un- unfortunately I feel like that's something that she's going to have to just go seek help for herself to yeah. just see, you know, we, we talk about therapy and all that. And I think it's it, still stand by it. It's and I think wonderful. When, when those feelings come up, uh, those anxieties come up when things are going good. I think being honest about it with your partner in the moment mm-hmm. and tell them I'm feeling this way. And I know that it's not like in therapy, I'll say like my, I know in my brain, like my brain knows that this thought is wrong, but my body, the the feeling in my body is still making my brain yeah. confused. Yeah. So, so my therapist told me whenever I feel doubt, whenever I feel angry, whenever I want to say something negative yeah. um, that just comes out of nowhere yeah. to take myself out of the situation and go write down what is it that I actually want? What What is it in this situation that will make me happy? Like just start writing those things down and take your time to yourself and then go back into the situation. It's helped actually a lot for me. That's interesting. To just realize, okay, this is my negative shit. Right, my right. negative space is right. nothing to do with my partner at all. Right. So I'm going to excuse myself, find it, what it is that I love, what makes me happy, and get into that headspace. 
before returning back to my partner because there's no reason to like damage his happiness no, I know. <laughs> with it's my own true. shit. Right, right. <laughs> you know, if we continue to just like damage right. each other's like fucking Because you know how many times we say like, we know this has nothing to do with us or you know this has nothing to do with you. So being on the other side of that, I think it's important. It would help if that, if your person were to say to you, this is, this has nothing to do with you. I, I'm just, this is bringing up weird stuff for me and I need to work it through. We need to work through it rather or we need to talk about it and just know like it's triggering something and I don't know where, what, I don't yeah. know what is going on, yeah. but it's not, it's not your fault. Well, at least he realizes it too. Yeah. You know, she, she notices probably she's had that pattern in the past yeah. and she doesn't want to like push this guy away. Yeah. So I think being, I think you're right, being open and honest and you know how, how think of, think of it on his end if you did push him away and this relationship didn't work out imagine the darkness that he's gonna feel you know yeah, and he's just gonna be like what know. did I do what yeah. ha- what happened like everything was fine right um don't shoot yourself in the foot and it might make you, know? you feel better if you did talk to him because yeah. he might say something Maybe that might help you if he's your person then you guys can work through this together because if he is your person and you end up marrying him or being with him or part, you know, partnering forever, whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. you, he will be able to help you work through these traumas mm-hmm. as your person and as your partner. And you're going to need him to do that with you. Yeah. You can't do this solely by yourself, yeah. especially if you know, you're in a relationship. So work together to come out on the other side. And I think that's, it's a great place to start. The fact that you're aware of it. Yes. Is, is, a the, is a good thing. That's it's like, like the first start. It's the first start. The fact <laughs> that you're great. like, I know this has nothing to do with him. It's my own shit. Great. There you go. Do you know go. how many years I was like, nah, no. No, it's you. That's, yeah, it's you. <laughs> you're making me feel I'm this fine. way. I'm great. Have you ever What's... said that when someone's like you, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I know, I don't, I can't, I used to say this, I used to drive my boyfriend's nuts. I'm always said like, I can't make you feel anyway. You feel <laughs> how you feel and that's on you. I'm not making you feel. Yeah. You can choose to feel however you want to feel. Yeah. I'm not making you feel anything. No, they I, drive them nuts. I, I'm queen of, um, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a scenario that'll make you feel like how I feel. Really? You do that? <laughs> I used to. Give me an example. Do you have an example? No, I would just be like, it's, I was like, how can you not imagine what I'm feeling? It's like, it's like if this. I was to do this, uh, or you were to, to do this to you, how would you feel? And you just Does it ever work? No, because you can't, you can't predict what anybody would feel. You guys all, everybody feels different. Right. So, you know, what fucking really hurts you probably right. doesn't hurt them at all. It's like my relationship. I was like, who cares? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't have time for this. You're so good You're at so that. You're stressed you, you, out you, about You really are. You're like the peacemaker, which is so good. It's, it is really, really great. I just don't, it's just not important to me. But yeah. it took me a really long Re- time yeah, to get there. Yeah, totally. You know, I was always with my girlfriends. It was, I was always carrying around so much guilt of like not being enough to everybody. And I need to spend time with you and you spend time with you. And I, and I would like, things would keep me up at night and I would be, I would be freaked out. But I got a lot of shit from girlfriends growing up about not giving them the attention that they wanted. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I'm traveling. I'm working. I'm trying my best. Living my life. Trying. And there was no life. It was like, well, but because I think everybody depended on me to give them life mm-hmm. to, to get them into the club and make them mm-hmm. dinner and have them over to my house because I was the one that had the parties and it was like I introduced the friends to the friends and I organized the events and it was all like if I didn't do it nobody was doing it yeah and then I got older and was like wait a minute when's the last time somebody invited me over for dinner I know I when's the last someone called me and said we're going out do you want to come 
it's it's so interesting. It's actually maybe a little advice here. I've kind of come to the conclusion. I've got like a handful of of friends, like a handful and everybody else. But I also know how to place them. Like I know exactly what each friend is for and what I'm going to get from them and what I'm, you know, and it kind of like actually helps who gives you what, you know, it really helps because you don't get so hurt or you don't, you know, you don't expect because I'm the person well, like I'd fucking do anything. I I would fucking bail you out. I'd be the first call, whatever you fucking need. I will, whoever it is. And there's not a lot of people out there that are like, like you, like you and I. I, I don't think that there's that many, there isn't. many breeds out I haven't, there. I haven't Especially met. in La La Land in here, oh, Los Angeles. Jesus Christ. You know, I, I, I used to get so fucking hurt um, with like my best friend. And I was just like, man, you feel like really like have hurt me over and over and over. And mm. you like don't get it. Yeah. And I just came to the conclusion. I was like, wow, I just have to stop expecting that this person will do what I would do. That's sad though. I know it's so fucking sad. It is sad. I mean, you're on that list. You're on that list, but it's like, but it's, but it's hard. There's there the people here. It's hard. When you have kids, they're going to be like, fuck off. I can't deal with you. Yeah. I'm I'm already like that. I'm ready to move to Nashville and like create a new, you know, have my circle and then create some some real shit. I mean, I've got like my, 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 but you know, and, and I like for me, I still have hope. Like I have some of those girlfriends that I'm like, I just fantasize about going back to the way our relationship yes, used to be same, 10 years ago. Uh, same. You you almost I reached there, out to you. Yeah, and then they like same. let you down. Yeah. And you're like, why was I, why did I, why want did that I so expect much? this to be different? Yeah. When it's exactly it's what I thought it was going to be. Friendships are equal to a relationship, like yeah. with a partner. It's the it's same intimate. shit. So would you, real, would you handle it? Would you stick with it in a partner? No, so you don't stick to it in a friendship. No, it's the same shit. It I'm always goes. the person that if we're if things are bad or not working out in my friendships, I sit down with you at lunch and I break up with you. Oh, that's great. I do. I've had like straight Fuck, up. I, I, I'm not there yet. No, you're not there. I've had straight up sat down and been like, I I can't be friends with you because Damn. you did this. But I have sat down and been like, this I'm this is not going to happen anymore. I right. don't expect any this this. Yeah, no, I I, I don't I. I guess I have to learn that, like when to let people go, and it's right. You'll know. Yeah, I always say, "Am I there?" I just had this conversation. When I'm done, I'm done. Yeah, but oh, I'm not. And I'm, I'm not, getting sometimes there. Sometimes I'm not done yet. I'm but when you're, there. when you know, you're like, "I'm done." And once I've made that decision, it's not a bad breakup. Yeah, because I've already have resolution. Yeah. Nothing I do comes comes out of or in the middle of chaos or anger or like. You know, I don't even know. I guess it's just chaos. You know what it is? It's these fucking people talk. And Los Angeles, the community, the entertainment business is so small. Yeah. So if you end a end a friendship, it fucking go. It, it like it's like telephone. It becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. And then when you meet someone new, they're like, "Oh yeah, I heard something about you." And oh, I've never experienced. Oh my that. god, dude! My this tight circle that I have with like these old girlfriends, right? It is nuts how many people that are they, they all actresses? All actresses. That's why. And that's what it is. That's oh my why. god! I was just like, I can't. I don't want any more actor actresses friends. No, I do not. So or, or you, or you have an actor actress. That's why friend I like crew. That is crew guys, really crew like 
the actress. Yeah. Like I've got actress friends. But there's not friends. that many. You know what? Let's let's call them talent. Yeah. Not <laughs> actresses. Because you know some people are just, you're like, oh, they're trying to produce. Oh, but they're actually talent. Yeah. They're like, they don't really want to be here and produce. They want to like show up and like just be, get their chair ready and like get in makeup. Yeah. You, I mean, I've worked with directors I mean, like that too. Yeah. Like, it's it's, oh, it's hard. It's hard. You, you know, there's, there's different kinds of breeds in this in- entertainment world. And I feel like it takes a long time to find the good ones. It does. It's just, it's, it really does, man. Yeah. Cause we're all fucking crazy. Like, is that what it is? Yeah. Jesus. Um, so okay, crazy. so I have another, um, this is another really heavy one. <laughs> yeah, It's gonna be a day one of those days. Let's do it. This case will be heavy too, so. <clears throat> um, okay, so, uh, let me see, let me see if I want to do this one or this one. Um, oh, these are both kind of heavy. Um, let's just do this one right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, I'm not going to say her name yet. Um, she said, I I just recently started listening to your podcast and I absolutely love it. I kind of have an embarrassing question. I mean, I don't know why it should be embarrassing, but it is to me. Well, I don't have a, I don't have sex as much as you most likely should, but I have sex with myself. I enjoy it. And I really enjoy it when I'm doing it. But afterwards, I always feel bad about it. And like, I'm disgusting, Hmm. but I don't know why. I try to tell myself that it's a normal thing. Everyone needs to learn their bodies and what they like. And trust me, I do love myself. I do a better job than most of the men I've been with. Girl, we all do. Mm-hmm. Um, ha ha. But I always feel guilty and like I'm disgusting. I could really use the advice on how to tell myself that it's a normal thing. I suffer from bad anxiety and I don't know if that takes a major role in it. Also, another thing, I always feel embarrassed to go into sex shops and get toys. I'm absolutely terrified of being laughed at or judged for what I buy. I love you guys and keep doing what you do. Hmm. Um, I, you know, when I read this, I, what the image that popped into my head, and I don't know why, was how sometimes when a guy really is into you and he's like, just wants to get you in bed. And then after he comes, he like discards you. Or is like, I'll call you a cab. I mean, it hasn't been done to me, thank God, but I've heard stories or seen or heard guys talk about it. And you're like, how how did it shift? That the yeah. moment you got off, yeah. it shifted to like disgust almost or mm. disdain or... I don't know. And I think about like murders, you know, when, when the, it's like all exciting and uh, the person's aroused and then they have sex. Like, how can you, and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to dump your body in a fucking ditch. Like, how can you be aroused and then discard? So there's like a level of disgust Mm -hmm. that I understand. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's gotta be a psychological thing. Um, that hap- I mean, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know, but I think that it's, it's not as uncommon as, mm-hmm. as you think. First of all, it's, I think something in, in the wiring may just be a little bit tricky. Um, but I don't think that, uh, there's anything wrong with feeling that way. I just think you got to get to the bottom of maybe what's causing you to feel that way. It's normal to masturbate. It's normal to have, like, you 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 have to. You have to take care of yourself and I, get to know your body. It also could just easily be, like, a confidence thing. You know, she's just not a confident within herself and maybe possibly with other partners. She's just more confident being by herself. Yeah. I mean, I had that issue. I mean, when I went to SLA and I had sex love addiction problems, like, when I wasn't in a relationship or wasn't with anybody— I would masturbate like a lot. Yeah. Like when I too. masturbated, it was like, yeah. I could, I could sit like there for three a times. Ha- yeah. No, I could sit and there like, for a half an hour or oh, an yeah. hour. Me too. Just off and on, off and on masturbating. Yeah. 
and I felt like shit. Gross, right? I felt awful. Me I too. felt gross. I think it's a very common thing. I've done that. But that, that was a lot of self-confidence but within myself. But the feeling myself. of wanting to, you didn't feel gross about the idea of doing it, right? It was only after you got off after that, that you, you felt got like, ugh, ugh yeah. yuck. I was just like, how how can I just sit here and just, like and just get off? So was it about- Off and off and off and off. Do you think it was about that you should be doing something else or what do you think the disgust came from? I think it was, there was self, I was self-conscious within myself and I, I had to be in a relationship to feel loved Mm. and it was like all this shit. And so I, I obviously wanted to be pleased, but I didn't know how to love someone in a healthy way. So I just would kind of just close off and and go into that dark bubble with myself. Um, I think mine was like stress, anger, anxiety, frustration. Mm -hmm. And I I just needed to release something, you know, to get it out of my body. And I thought that getting off would do that. And then once I got off it, I still felt the same way. And then I would be, it, 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 be it frustrating. Like yeah, yeah. More, it would gross me out even more that I was almost using that. But I don't know because I, yeah. you know, sex addiction issues too. So I wasn't, I, I was never quite sure really what was wrong with me. But I understand. So yeah. we understand that there's, it's very, very like common. You're not alone. No. It's very, very, very common thing. And I also think it's just something that you're going through right now. It's not going to be forever. It won't be forever. No. That you're going through that, that feeling. But you could feel really, really fucking lost when, yeah. you're, when you're in that. And don't like go into a store to buy thing. stuff. Just buy shit online. Yeah, like there you I go. Do. Just buy shit online. I remember I was so fucking nervous, so nervous. Like, for a while oh, going yeah. into sex shops. You know, of course, there's a lot of knowledge out there that I'm not aware of. Danielle is, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm teaching, <laughs> and I'll teach you too. Yeah. <laughs> so order your shit online. Order shit online. But just, just it's it's normal, I guess. Just um, I don't really have any advice on on how to to get through it except to know that it's this too shall pass and mm. it's okay and people we both have gone through it and felt grossed out by ourselves after doing it so you know it's, it's not you it's, mm-hmm. you're not alone yeah totally you want to talk about killing uh let's do it this is a long case so bear oh. with me danielle okay. so i i first uh heard about this story um when i was traveling from Vegas to Los Angeles and it was on Dateline. Mm. It was one of the podcasts and it was called The Thing About Pam. Oh, yes. Fucking The Thing About Pam. I was freaking out. (laughs) I was freaking out when I heard about this story. There's a show or already come on or uh, Hulu. Have you not seen it? I have not. Renee. No. So I have two different opinions on this TV show. Okay. The way that it was shot it's shot kind of like um, glamorous. Like a music video? Like, no, it's just shot like, like, like very bright and like, and I, I would feel like if I was Betsy's family and I saw an episode and it's all about Pam, but if I saw this series about, literally is about my, my family member getting murdered and it's like so, Right, like charming, like the music even is a little like da 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 da, like like Desperate Housewives, like kind of. It was I was just like, how are they making this like this? Well, you know, they always glorify the murderer. I know, but like, fuck, man, that pisses me off. Yeah, it's awful. So on December 27, 2011, Betsy Ferrara underwent chemotherapy for her terminal cancer and then visited her mother's house, after which she was driven home by Pam Hub, the last confirmed person to have seen her alive. 
Betsy had originally planned on being driven home by her husband, Russ, or staying the night with her mom until Pam unexpectedly arrived and insisted on driving her home. Pam was a friend who had worked at State Farm with Betsy. So Pam claimed that she had dropped Betsy off at approximately 7 p.m. At approximately 7.21 p.m., a call to Betsy from one of her daughters went unanswered. Betsy's husband, Russ, spent the evening at his friend's home watching movies and playing role-playing games from 6 to 9 p.m. Then he drove to an Arby's before returning home to find his wife dead at the scene. At 9.40 p.m., Russ called 911, saying that he had come home to find his wife had killed herself. Mm -hmm. Betsy had been stabbed over 55 times with her wrist cut to the bone and knife left lodged in her neck. So he just saw blood everywhere. So and, I asked my dad. I was like, okay. You can't see the stabs yes, through so clothes. that's what he said. He okay. was like, "There's probably there was probably so much blood. But you I was like, see. 55 fucking stab wounds? Well, I never know someone who would stab themselves in the neck if it was suicide. Like, so, yeah. I mean... I, I mean, it I don't obviously, know. maybe it happens. Yeah, it, maybe. I mean, well, you'll you get desperate. No, no, you will. You'll hear about Pam later on. <laughs> the fucking shit she tried to do. Um, so, okay, so Betsy's time of death was later reported as being between 7:20 and 9:41 p.m. So immediately, police focused their efforts on Rust, as you do the of husband. Course. I mean, things were fishy. 55 stab wounds. Yeah, it obviously, didn't look like a suicide. And then they said that his. Um, his suicide call or his call to 911 operators sounded ludicrous. Like he sounded too... Too emotional? Yeah, too emotional. So first of all, so who either the you're fuck not is judging? You're too emotional. Yeah. You're like, like it's crazy. And then the police searched the house and uncovered uh, a blood-stained pair of slippers in his closet. Mm. Um, and yeah, so, 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 and then they took, they took a polygraph test. But that shit, like... I mean, if you're, you're nervous. Hard, yeah, if you're like, ner- your wife, your wife was just uh, like you yeah. thought she just killed herself. Yeah, and then you're you're learning that it was a murder, right? Of course, and you're being questioned. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. So meanwhile, Pam Hub was all too happy to be interviewed by police, claiming that Russ had a violent temper, that he was a heavy drinker, that he had threatened Betsy, who had been considering leaving him, and that he was angry when he learned Betsy has renamed Pam the beneficiary of a life insurance policy. I don't know what kind of friend um, would be able to I talk love me you, into. But I'm not giving you my life insurance <laughs> Danielle, policy. Danielle, Danielle, hey, Danielle, listen, listen, <laughs> listen, just in case. If I end up dead and it's made out to scout, <laughs> she did <Bet>. it. <laughs> okay, so she told another, she also told another story that he had on one occasion held a pillow on Betsy's face and said that this is what it feels like to die. On Pam's tip, police searched Betsy's laptop. So she she tipped the fucking, she tipped she these guys. She, she set it all up. Like, like literally like a puzzle piece. She of course was, she did. And she, like, in, in the show, the way it was done, she was just kind of, it was like laying paper down and being like, oh, what is that? Oh, my God. Like, they were stupid, like, to believe that this woman had nothing to do with it. Um, 
So they found a, a letter written. But that on takes the more lab. work on the part of the police, yeah. right? It takes yeah. more work to, to look into her than to just go ahead and try to get yeah. the husband. Yeah. Yeah. So they found a document in which she expressed fears that her husband would kill her. So Russ was charged with first degree murder and remains in jail until his trial. So during Russ's trial, his defense attorney Joel Swartz argued that the testimonies of the four friends he had visited, cell phone records provided his exact location at his friend's house, twenty miles away from the murder scene mm. and evidence of him making purchases from different stores over the course of the evening demonstrating that the timeline did not allow for him to commit to the murder and there were no traces of blood on his body or clothes there was nothing so prosecuting attorney Lee Askey, I swear she's a fucking moron, um, <laughs> countered that Russ friends were providing a false alibi. Oh, and cons- uh, conspired with him to um, do the murder, including holding onto his cell phone and posing as him to buy food at an oh, Arby's okay. <laughs> to prove his whereabouts okay. as an ultimate role play. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's it. The, ju- uh, the trial judge refused to allow Schwartz to present evidence implicating Pam as a suspect. So that was interesting. I don't understand I don't why. get it. Be- be- oh, okay, this is why. This woman, it was a small town. This um, Lee Askey, the prosecuting attorney, she was so close with everybody. She was close. She was like really buddy buddies with the trial judge. She also was having a relationship with um, uh, one of the assistant medical examiners. Like, so she, it was so like- she was shitting where she eats. Yeah, yeah, literally. It was a very, very, very tight, tight, tight thing. So, um- the trial judge refused to allow, okay, blah, 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 including cell phone records showing that she had been in the vicinity of Betsy's house for up to 30 minutes after the time she claimed to have dropped her off mm. or that Betsy had made Hub the sole beneficiary, which is interesting that she didn't mention. In a secret hearing during the trial, Pam claimed that she had put 100000 of the insurance money in a trust for Betsy's daughter. This was later found to be untrue. So she said to Betsy, Pam claims, she said to Betsy that I will take care of your children and I will set up a trust for both of them. She did mm, not. She, she kept it. She the kept fucking it. money. Why couldn't she just leave the the kids the beneficiary? I don't know. And then I don't know how this Pam how this woman as the trustee for the the estate. I don't know how this woman fold this Be- Betsy to to do any of this shit. She I, didn't, did I, she? Did I, she forge it? No. She didn't forge it. She didn't forge it. She didn't forge it. Come on. So on November 21st, 2013, Rusk was convicted and a month later he was sentenced to life plus 30 years imprisonment without possibility of parole. Could you imagine going to jail? No. For something you didn't, like it's... There's a lot of people that, I know, there. I know. And it, it's, it just upsets me. So I'll, I'll kind of make this short here. But with Russ sent to jail, Pam stayed busy. So her mom, Shirley, was uh, living in Lakeview Park, independent senior living. And she was suffering from dementia and um, arthritis. This is Pam's mom? This is Pam's okay. mom. So she, she killed her, right? She fucking... She threw off the balcony? Yeah. So yeah. she... she <laughs> on October 29, 2013, she when she left there visiting her mom, she told the staff to not go up there for dinner, that her mom just wanted to rest and to not bug her for breakfast, to like okay. let her be. 
And so they found the housekeeper found her um, beneath the balcony of her apartment at 2.30 the fucking following day. Um, but the balcony railing was broken mm. and they they pretty much concluded that she had died from a blunt trauma to the chest re- resulting from an accidental fall. So it was ruled an accident, but by the force. So, so while this is all happening, I forgot to mention Dateline is doing a special on Pam because they also too believe that this fucking woman <laughs> murdered Betsy and now Pam's mom just fucking wound up dead. So they're going in and they're trying to fucking like get this woman caught. And when we they, need to work for Dateline, dude, we need to, we need to, <laughs> but they literally said the force that it would take to break this railing wow. is not from a, an accident from this poor old lady. old lady. So what did she smash her head into it or her body into her it? Her body. She smashed her body into it. Her body. It. I mean, imagine that force having to, to break it from your child. Yeah. From your child. So the next month, the sheriff's office received an anonymous note suggesting Hub, the last person known to have seen um, her mom alive, had murdered her mother for the life insurance. Mm. Hub and her siblings received approximately 120000 of investments, as well as sharing 10000 life insurance payout. Earlier that year, prior to her mother's death, Hub had been videotaped. So she was videotaped while she was being um, interrogated. And she says, my mom's worth half a million that I get when she dies. If I really want money, there was an easier way than trying to combat somebody that's physically stronger than me. So she had already said that. In an interview. Mm. And then later her mom turns up dead. So meanwhile, mm. the St. Louis Post dispatch reported that Hub had kept the 150 rather than put it in the trust for the friends, like I said. She had also contradicted herself during police interviews, such as initially claiming she had not entered Betsy's house after driving her home, mm. but later revising this account not once, twice. Further reporting revealed the 911 operator who had taken Russ's call believed he had been genuinely hysterical. The article also alleged that Askey, the prosecutor, had been in a relationship, like I said. So during all this, Russ's attorney, Joel Schwartz, appealed Russ's conviction. In the retrial, Schwartz was allowed to introduce evidence, finally, after the mother passed away, evidence implicating Pam Hub as the perpetrator. CSI agents who had examined the crime scene testified that she believed the slippers found in Russ's closet had not gotten bloodied by stepping in blood. Mm. And police officers disclosed that to Hub, who was not called to testify and claimed in interviews conducted in June that she and Betsy had been in a sexual relationship. So all of a sudden she was like, oh, well now. And we're, we're by. We're bi- yeah, <laughs> we're by. But she was like, I'm not gay. We just loved each other. We just had a really strong connection. (laughs) Hub also told police that she had remembered. She came up with another thing. I remember seeing Russ and another man in a car parked in a side street outside of the house as she drove Betsy home. Oh, sure. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Dude. On November 7, 2016, Russ convicted. A conviction was overturned and he was released from prison. How many years did he stay in jail for? Four years. So in uh, um, March 2020... He was he received a settlement over two million dollars. That's not enough. Which is not enough at all. Uh, back in 2016, Pam was sweating the new evidence being presented and wanted the heat off of her. Shortly after 12 noon on August 16th, 2000. This is what's so fucking sad. 2016, Louis 
uh, Gumpenberg, Gumpenberg, I'm hoping I pronounce that right. A man with physical and mental disabilities followed following a car wreck died after Pam Hub shot him five times in her home. $900 was found on his body along with a note bearing instructions to kidnap Pam, get Russ's money from Hub at her bank and kill Hub and to take Hub back to the house and get rid of her. Make it look like Russ's He's wife. Trying to- yeah. Like a perfectly written note. In return, you'll get $10,000. So Hub claimed that Lewis was armed with a knife, jumped out of a car driven by another person that she described like looked like Russ, yeah. into her driveway and then shoved her into the SUV in her garage and demanded she drive to a bank to retrieve Russ's money. Hub claims that she had knocked the knife out of Lewis's hand and then fled into her house, shooting Lewis in self-defense with a gun she mm. kept on her nightstand after he pursued her. So this is where, <sighs> dude. Wow, what a crazy life this, this bitch has led. Like how? And this is like a she mom. She's like a mom. She literally looks like a, a mother. Like she, I just don't understand how this woman First of all, I think about her husband and her son, and they were they were shown a lot in the series, um, and they kind of were scared of her too. Mm. They had to have known, right? They had to have been suspicious. I, I'm gonna guess. So what kind of set it all downhill was the evidence against Pam for this murder. Cell phone records show that Hub had been in neighborhood had been in the neighborhood less than one hour before the shooting, mm. contradicting her claim that she had never met him before. Okay, and a police report filed with the police stating that a woman matching Hub's description had approached another residence prior, which was Carol Alford, and she said that she was a Dateline NBC producer offering a thousand dollars to reenact a nine one one call. Security cameras. Captured the whole fucking thing. So she was caught in a lie. Police investigate investigators found nine $100 bills in Lewis's pocket. A tenth found on Hub's dresser had match, had matching serial numbers to four of the nine bills. Like this bitch is stupid too. Like stupid. <laughs> so the, the list goes on. The list goes on. But the, the fact that this poor, poor man had to be murdered because she was trying to put everything back to Russ. And, and also, she was a realtor, mm-hmm. and nobody wanted to buy her properties anymore. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So she was losing business. She was running out of the fucking money. Um, I she, didn't know that serial numbers. So when you go to the bank or go to the ATM and pull out money. I didn't know this money, either. It's, Is that it's, right? I didn't know this either. But th- that's what they said. Yeah, it matched. It, like, matched the uh, apparent, I don't know. As money's printed, I know yeah. it. But I didn't know that it stays there unless mm-hmm. maybe if you get it like I said you know when you get it from the bank and it's all crisp yeah. and new yeah. maybe that's yeah maybe that, that I mean that's it's not it gonna was. be like hundreds from random yeah wow so she was taken in um, <laughs> so she was taken in on August 23rd 2016 Hub was arrested and charged with first degree murder and armed criminal action upon being re- arrested she asked to visit the bathroom and you can see in the surveillance video which I actually geez sorry my English. Um, you can see in the video that she literally goes when they walk out, they, the cops left a pen and she goes secretly to snatch the pen and hide it. And she has to use the bathroom. I don't know if you know this. She used the pen to stab her. She, and, and she was seen like looking for her artery. She used the pen when she was in the bathroom to stab herself in the neck and wrists. Cause she wanted to try to kill Cause herself? she wanted to fucking kill herself. 
and they they got in there, but like the, the these pictures of her with. All, could you imagine fucking stabbing yourself with that pen right there that you're holding? No. <laughs> like, like literally, no. you have to fucking yeah. over and over on each side and no. then your wrist. I, I don't even know that's not even possible. Yeah. So Hub entered an Alford guilty plea, waiving her rights to a jury trial. Fucking bitch. I think, I mean. As a condition of her plea agreement, Hub did not face the death penalty. She was sentenced to life without parole in August 2019. This Fuck this bitch. <laughs> Like, seriously. She's crazy. Crazy. Poor, poor, poor Betsy. Poor Betsy. Poor Louis. Poor, poor all of them. Poor her mom. Like, all of them. She's what, who, who, this who woman killed to, three people. To, to be live a life like this. Like, how do mm. you, you, you only read, I mean, you only read about this stuff, but it's like, I can't even imagine, like, that's what your time on earth has been spent doing. Yeah. You know, that's Nuts. your, that's your story. That's Nuts. your story you came here to, to do. Well, yeah. What a light case. All right, guys. Jesus. Well, <laughs> happy Tuesday. Woo. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to send us questions. Podcast at TalkScaryToMe.com. What else do we have? What Ooh, else do we have? We've got the TikTok, Talk Scary to Me. Yes. We've got our Instagram. Instagram. And We've if you want to watch the videos, you guys. Patreon. Join our Patreon. Yes. We love you. Bye. Bye. Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser-known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out. And we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now. Every town has its dark history. Hometown Ghost Stories is a paranormal podcast that goes town to town all across the globe, exploring the world's most haunted places, tapping into the dusty archives and the darkest corners to bring you the most terrifying stories of real people and their harrowing experiences. Hometown Ghost Stories dives into the history of haunted locations and investigates why and how these places earned their terrifying reputation. Rob, Dave, and Jesse go live every Tuesday night after an uninterrupted documentary-style breakdown on the case, followed by an open discussion with live viewers. Subscribe today to listen to Hometown Ghost Stories on your preferred podcast platform or watch the video version on YouTube and now Spotify. Head on over to the Bloody FM Podcast Network and check out Hometown Ghost Stories, if you're brave enough. (laughs) 